1: which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. Stay Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, Stay Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall.
2: Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the
3: search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. at and
1: Connects, an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work.
2: Yeah.
6: Morning, everybody. It's DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Friend to the room, Stephen
5: A. Smith. What's up? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Blessed to see y'all Ali again. How are, How are you? Going on? I'm good, bro. I'm good. It's been crazy. I've been busy as hell, and the NBA season's about to jump off too, so it's been crazy. But I'm here. I wasn't missing this. Your mm-hmm. book is available for pre-order. Great shooter. Yeah, man, it's going well. And thank you, because you was one of the people that inspired me as well. A lot of people, both of y'all. I mean, I'm proud of y'all with y'all' books and what y'all have done. But I tell you um it was a long time coming I really didn't want to do it um people been it had they would have been asking me since ESPN let me go in 2009 to write a book and I didn't want to I didn't want to because I always said if I wrote a book mm-hmm. you know I got to be straight up about you know just my life and kind of the things the kind, the kind of things I had to go through on a personal level and then my mother god rest her soul before she passed away in 2017 she had always made me promise don't ever write a book until I pass away wow. because she knew that I was going to talk about, you know, some of the relationships that I had growing up with pops and others in my family and stuff like that. And she knew I was going to do that. And she did not want me to do that while she was alive. She said, go ahead and do it. I'm just asking you for one favor. Wow. Don't do it until I pass away. Mm. So I had waited all of those years. And then even after I wasn't going to do it. And then my sisters reminded me, Hey, go ahead and do it. Go ahead. I got four. The mm. they, they said, it's time. Why now? Because you've always been like a private person, personally. Yeah, I still am. I mm-hmm. believe it or not, I still am. But there's a lot to tell. There's a lot to tell in terms of the path that I had to travel to get to where I am. Mm-hmm. And so you tell some of those stories and you try to be inspirational, as y'all have done with y'all book and what have you. You know, you tell people, you know, you don't tell them every single little nugget about your life, but you tell a lot. Mm-hmm. And you tell a lot with the goal in mind of, of being constructive and being inspirational and just trying to let people know, look, you ain't the only person that's been through stuff. There's a whole bunch of us that been through stuff. And we walked through that terrain and we carried ourselves on through and we, through the grace of God and a lot of help from a lot of people, we were able to pull it off. So you can too. And that's basically what you're doing. You're you're trying to be as motivational and inspirational as you possibly can. But in the same breath, in order to do that, you got to be real. Mm -hmm. And so I just said, hey, I'm just going to do it. Did you know what you wanted to do as a kid? You know what? I always I, I grew up idolizing Howard Cosell mm-hmm. and be primarily because of uh, Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. and his relationship with Muhammad Ali. And then Brian Gumble because I saw him doing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like it was the Today Show. It was he used to do NFL Olympics. on NBC. Yeah, I mean, the Olympics, he did everything. And so I grew up idolizing them and I had fantasized about that. But I also I always fantasized about being a criminal lawyer. And this is before oh, Johnny Cochran that. and all oh, that. I mean it was like that. <laughs> I just, I, I literally did. But you know, I'm in I'm in the I'm in I'm in the fourth grade and I'm Thank getting you. left back because I got undiagnosed undiagnosed dyslexia dyslexia mm-hmm. and I'm saying, Hey, you know what? Ain't no way I'm going to law school. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, hell no, I ain't doing mm-hmm. that. But, I, I mean, I grew up watching Perry Mason and mm-hmm. Madlock and this forlorn order. Mm-hmm. All of those crime shows, anything that had the courtroom in it, I fantasized about. Mm-hmm. So I always said, you put me in a courtroom, ain't no way in hell you going to convince me. I'm going to lose out on convincing 12 jurors to see my way. Wait, wait, and wait. I always believed that. But then the journalism came. And all of a sudden, it just blew up unexpectedly because even though later, earlier on in my life, I didn't have that confidence, later on I did. And when I had that confidence, I was ready to do it. But then this journalism took off, and I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing quite well. Let me stick with this.
2: How'd you overcome the
5: dyslexia, though? Because you're one of the most articulate
2: people speaking on television today.
5: My older sister, Linda. Um, she was a teacher back in the day. My sister Carmen is a teacher now. My sister Abby Gills in the education system is a superintendent. But, but, uh, Linda was a teacher and Linda literally taught me how to read and write. Wow. And my, and one of my best friends growing up, his name was Ronnie. His, his big brother Tiver was also brilliant. So whenever I was over his house, Tiver was a brilliant dude. And he would teach me how to read. And then I'd come home to Linda and Linda would sit me down four or five days a week. She said, we're going to overcome this. And, you know, she would teach me how to read and write. And then the seventh grade, I had a teacher that told my mother during the parent teacher's night. He said, he ain't stupid. Not at all. She said, he's not focused. He drifts. He doesn't focus and concentrate on things that bore him. Mm. But when he's when he's interested in something, he's locked in. And he don't miss anything when he's like that. Find what he's interested in, and watch what you have. watch. What said. How
6: many times did you argue with your sisters? Like, how was
5: your house growing up? Because you like to argue. No Here's the deal. Here's the reason why. Because I wasn't allowed to growing up. <laughs> I got four older sisters, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know shut that. Hell I mean, yeah. The, yeah. shut the hell.
0: We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Seeing our communities
1: grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of Black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
7: How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? Fifty five percent of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only four percent of black businesses do the same. Go to Shopify.com slash B-E-N.
1: at and connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. That's that's on the regular. So, you know, you got four women and it's
5: like, I remember the scariest moment in my adult life because this is related to your question. Mm -hmm. I had to go on the view. Mm hmm. Right after the Tiger stuff came out. Mm. Oh, Mm. man. And I was like, cool, it's no problem. ESPN had let me go. You know, I had gotten to Fox Sports Radio. They asked me to come on The View. I said, fine. And I walked in the studio, Mm -hmm. and it's Barbara Walters there. It's Barbara Walters. It's Joy Behar. Mm there. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. All this back in those days, okay? And I walked in. You got these four women on the set. That's cool. But the audience was like stadium seating, right. yeah. and it looked like they right on top of you, yeah, right? Right, right? And I was the only man mm. in the entire studio. Right, there wasn't a male in sight. <laughs> I, I was the only speck of testosterone. It was, it was like I said, oh sh. How'd you handle that? What the that? hell about that? And then they was asking me about Tiger. And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to explain. you like, what, what are you saying? I was like, Oh, well,
3: shit. oh shit.
5: The, the hell I got myself into, you know. That, to me and it was like but then I remembered. I grew up around this. Yeah. I grew up around this. I knew how to handle it. And if it wasn't for my upbringing, with my four older sisters and my mother, there's five women telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. Shut the hell up. When we tell you to shut the hell up. And about, and speak about, about a tell very you to sensitive speak. subject. I love That's when men are in women. that position
8: yeah. too because I feel like a lot of times as women, especially mm-hmm. in sports, you see a lot of women who might be the only woman. Yeah in the room and so I love the reverse when that happens Uh, we don't we don't it's
5: some scary it's scary scary as hell I mean to this day that is the scariest moment in my career because you gotta remember Ty got in some stuff now and I'm like I'm walking this studio I'm like I, I, there's nothing I can say I nothing. mean I got to figure out a way and they were just looking at me like you even uttered the wrong syllable we gonna be on you yeah. and I was like
3: okay that's
8: interesting especially with like the Ema Yudoka stuff happening now and seeing yes. Shaq say I don't want to weigh in and yes. criticize this because I've been through the things that I've been through so right. you don't want to be a hypocrite
5: well you don't want to be a hypocrite but in the same breath if you sitting in that chair and all of y'all can relate to this with the great show y'all been doing for years you got to call it like you see it and what we got to do is we got to be careful you can talk about an incident mm-hmm. without talking about the person. That's right. right. That's this right. is what That's it's, it's, right. like, listen, you you know how many people disagree with me every mm-hmm. Day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no issue with you attacking what I say mm-hmm. or what situation I've addressed. That's entirely different than attacking me. I can I can compartmentalize. And if you're sitting in that chair, you know, I told Shaq about that, yo, bro, you can avoid it all you want to. TNT coming up, bro. Season, get ready to start. You're going to have to avoid it. You're you going to have to talk about it mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. I definitely told him that. And so for me, you're damn right I touched on it. But I, I touched on it from a different angle. There's no excuse for him to find himself in that position that he was in. But my position religiously was it's none of our business. There's no reason on earth that you can justify to me why the Boston Celtics had that press conference, why we're having this discussion. Mm-hmm. That was an HR matter. Mm-hmm. I've been covering sports for almost 30 years. I'm telling you every year there's stories like this. Every year. Mm -hmm. You don't see it being discussed. You hear about the cat getting fired, and you hear rumors as to why, Mm -hmm. but you don't know. Mm -hmm. It's not validated by the organization. And then you know, I took it a step further, and I mentioned this blackness only from this perspective. You kept him. You retained him. You didn't fire him. That means no one has the right to come and get him. You suspended him. But it was indefinite. It you said mean. I'm gonna suspend you for a year, but then after the year, we're gonna
7: we're gonna look into we it. I
5: mean, that. that's BS. Mm-hmm. All right, you probably docked half his pay because that's what my sources told me. You docked half his pay, and I'm like, so he doesn't, he can't work. Mm-hmm. He can't go elsewhere. You docked half his pay. His future's up in arms, that's right. and you publicized his personal business that's because right. the press release. I mean, I'm sorry, the report said consensual relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, you might have violated the organiza- organizational policy and all of that, but it said consensual. consensual. relationship, right. that's right. So, essentially, all of this has happened because of a consensual relationship. Now, we don't know her status, and even if we did, we can't say because, you know, they haven't revealed that information. You know, you can get sued for stuff like that. But here's what I know about him. He ain't married. And it was a consensual relationship, according to y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my question, do you I mean, think do you think we'll ever get the full story? Hell yeah, hell okay. yeah. You, you can't you, know. you, you no, not, not just that you can't do what you did mm-hmm. with this man, and there's not going to be an uproar at mm-hmm. some point. And I said it, and people was getting on me about that. I said I know plenty of white dudes that's that's, that's screwing around in the office mm-hmm. in, in sports. Mm-hmm. This stuff wasn't publicized. I know at least three dudes personally that got fired because mm-hmm. of it. It was never publicized. We heard about it but it was never publicized and guess why cuz they working for another team now mm. not in the capacity that they were it might have been on a lower level but they still are employed in the same in in, in with the same brand because why it wasn't publicized and put out on front street but like you that you did say something that sure
6: he's not married
5: that's right, right. that's right
6: allegedly one of the women are mhm why are they attacking him so much for the relationship? Yeah, if it's an organizational policy, the woman that's 11, why the woman's name is not there? Why has Harry she
5: person? been suspended? Listen, we totally agree. I'm not going to sit up here in front and act like we disagree. What I'm saying is, in the interest of making sure that all our I's are dotted and T's are crossed and we don't have folks coming at us talking about why, why, why are we trying to make somebody else the victim, all I'm saying is it's always private. We've never heard the details. You heard they got fired. You could speculate as to why. But because it's not known, another team has no problem bringing you on board and employing you because that's never been confirmed. By having the press conference, you confirmed the stuff Mm -hmm. that was put out there about him. Mm -hmm. You said nothing about her. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying to put her on front street. I'm saying he shouldn't have been talked about. Let him go. Or keep him, mm-hmm. but keep the matter in-house. They didn't do that because they wanted to suspend him and make an example of him. Right. And it could have been Did you know, enforced was- by somebody else, but the bottom line is it was wrong. Do you think because he was black? Well, I think that part, to me, I won't, I'm not going to go that far, but I will say this. I, I haven't seen it happen to any white boys. I'ma tell it like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen, and I said it. I said it on national television. I ain't seen anybody, and everybody, everybody backed up because they know I've covered this league, and I've covered professional sports for a quarter century. And I, I went on national television, and I said, I know plenty of white boys that, that's been doing their thing, in the office. Nobody said anything. We didn't know, and they, and everybody backed up because they know I'm telling the truth. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth, and it's, it's, it's jacked up to that, listen, he ain't perfect, and whatever he had coming to him, if the organization, they had cause to fire him now, because I heard that he obviously violated organizational policy, and then plus he lied initially when approached. So now you got cause. You got mm-hmm. him dead to rights. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't defend him. If they wanted to let him go, they could let him go. But then let him go. Right. Don't hold him mm-hmm. and keep him from working and keep him from going someplace else to work. You have ruined this man's career. Because of a consensual relationship. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing right about that, man. And then to me, that's the point that everybody's missing. And to your point, that's that's a great point. It,
2: it, clearly, they're pro- protecting some, one person yes. in this situation, which that's is right. the woman. With a, absolutely. absolutely. With him, it's
5: just like, go, vilify him. That's him like right. This. That's yeah. right. Throw him out the pasture. And, and and black men, we know about that all too well. So people are going to sit up there and say, Stephen A's trying to make it a race issue. Actually, no, you made it a race issue by how you elected to handle this. All I said was, I said, fire him or keep him. But you don't do this because you've never done it to anybody else. So why is the first example a black man? I got a problem with that.
2: What do you think about uh, Matt Barnes comments? Because I, I wonder from an OG Journalism perspective, looking at the, the the new media as they call good it. Right. What do
5: you think of his comments? That he well, said that he'll never work again. He thinks if the well, full well, story comes listen, up. Listen, if if the full he might be right. He might be right mm-hmm. about that. He's not wrong. Um, and I think that in Matt Barnes' case, who's a good brother by My the guy. way, he's real good brother. I think with him, here's the issue. I think he felt uncomfortable with the ledge he went out on Mm -hmm. it wasn't so much the story itself Mm -hmm. but the things he said initially and sometimes you find yourself in that situation where you might know all the facts but you went too far out and mm-hmm. saying what you said and you gotta backtrack and people are thinking that you're backtracking totally because you went out too far. I didn't go out too far. Mm-hmm. I said exactly what I meant. I said it a week and a half ago. Damn it, I'm saying the same thing now mm-hmm. because I know that the story is going, to, is going to percolate. It's going to develop even more. We're going to hear more details coming out of it and I'll be fronting. I mean, listen, I'm not going to front with you and act like we ain't hear what's going on word, and we word, don't know. Word. I mean, There's a lot of details <laughs> that, that I know that I cannot say Mm -hmm. because for legal issues and what have you you just can't do that Mm -hmm. but trust me when I tell you it comes from a place of knowledge I know what the hell I'm talking about and I know how screwed over he's gotten and all this he ain't Mm -hmm. innocent and if he got fired he would have deserved it period but you didn't have to do that him getting fired is one thing you publicizing his business like that is an entirely different matter altogether. He'd have lost his job with the Boston Celtics if you handled it correctly. In this instance, you might have ended his career as a head coach, and as a rookie head coach, he did what the president of basketball operations couldn't do in seven years. He took these brothers to the NBA Finals That's in real? year one. Year one. Mm-hmm. And this and this is the other part that y'all got to know about it. He's making about $3 million, $3.5 three, three million dollars had he had another successful season, and I'm not talking finals, he could have got them to the conference finals or whatever. He's in a position next summer to negotiate a contract that's paying him at least triple, that's right. at least $9 million. Today's NBA economy, at least 9 to $10 million. That's to go on rate for a lot of these brothers, all right? So now you've squashed that because what leveraging position does he have? He can't come to you and negotiate a deal that's going to get him a raise right. next year. You stripped him of everything because of a...
0: We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teladano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque.
9: State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future. Building off the hard work our parents have done before us, we all are looking to create generational wealth Participants have been awarded over eleven million dollars in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
5: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest
7: paranormal podcast
4: LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Consensual relationship.
8: So you think this was personal?
5: I don't know if it was personal. I know that it was handled in a way that I don't think enough people are bringing attention to. Okay. It's an HR matter, y'all. It's an HR matter. If it happened with one of y'all, if it happened with me, if it happened to anybody, it's none of our business, man. Mm-hmm. It's an internal matter. Now, if it's not if it's not consensual and, and you're talking about something else, sexual assault, mm-hmm. rape, something like that, that's a different matter. That's right. You're breaking the laws. But if it's legal and consensual, it's none of our business.
2: That's so. why we got to have another conversation about the power of self-control. Mm-hmm. Brothers got to learn discipline. Like, yeah. there's certain situations you just shouldn't put yourself mm-hmm. into. And that's
5: one of them. That's right. Which is why I say if they fired him, I wouldn't have said a word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You put yourself in that position, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You're, you're, you're a rookie head coach. You just got there, okay, and you find yourself in this position, there's no excuse. Now, listen, from the beginning of the time, men have had problems resisting. Women, I mean, we, we I, mean, I mean, from Adam and Eve for crying out loud, it's very, very predictable. Is this Is what you said I on mean, the view? This is why they got <laughs> mad. <at me. laughs> I said that too. I said that too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, and, I, and Elizabeth Hasselbeck was like, "What? What?" Her, she's like, "I mean, I would like, to, I would hope that Stephen people get exercised because they can, they can." <laughs> I, said, I had to back that up. I'd be straight, but uh, I mean, listen, it, there's no question about it, and especially, and, and as black men, we gotta understand this. Yeah, times. Times are what they are, and we believe progress has been made, but we also recognize that there's a long way to go. That's right. And so the rules are still different for us than it is for white men. Mm -hmm. Let's just call it what it is. You got to know that, and your responsibility to yourself and your community Mm -hmm. and and folks on the come up that idolize you because of the position that you're in, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to be careful, though. You got to be careful. Look, Look at the position I'm in. Come on, man. Come on, man you 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 think you think that I if I I haven't had opportunities to get with folks in the industry and whatever you I ain't playing that game, you know they ain't worth my check, they ain't they're not worth what I built to try and accomplish for myself. I'm not going that route. That's just me. They'll send people at somebody like you. Hell yes, and they have. <laughs> yes. and they have. And they have to listen. You can't put you can't put it past anybody because you got people and, and they listen. They're going to come at you in a variety of ways. I've been in situations where I've been propositioned covering the NBA playoffs, NBA finals, and I'm not saying this is exactly what happened, but I wondered who sent them. Mm. Because the women were mm. a little bit too aggressive. I'm like, like I don't think I look like Godzilla, but I ain't that damn attractive. Mm. Now, they're, they're a little bit too aggressive here. I mean, why are they acting like they got to get with me? Some, yeah, yeah. Something's fishy about right. this, you know what <laughs> I'm, right. I'm saying? Now, I didn't know, but you have that suspicion and that... And intuition that and that success, in, that yeah. intuition, you gotta you gotta be self-protective mode. You gotta be like, you know, this is this is a little too good to be true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's Man, that's, something ain't right that's about real. this, you know. <laughs> I my mean, I, they, want yeah, to know. me, you know, me, 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 you know, me meeting the honey or whatever. All right, fine. All right, that, that you know, that happens with all of us. But you know, three women coming up to me at the same time, I I'm I say, you know, thank you, but no thank you, and they still come in. They don't want to take no for an answer. They trying to find. Find out what hotel I'm in, what hotel room I'm in, rather, because we were in the lobby of the hotel. This happened in Dallas years ago during the finals between Dallas and the Miami Heat, and I'm sitting there like, "This is too good to be true." <laughs> Ain't no way in hell. We're welcoming a new
0: show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for
2: the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder,
3: the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
9: State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future. Building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth. So that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
5: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast... These women want me like this real fishy. You know, hell no. I'm not going for that. I mean, I'm I'm a a confident brother, but damn, nah. I'm not falling for that. No. Stephen A.
8: Smith, you also have your podcast now. Yeah. No Mercy. Yes. So this is more in the field of politics.
5: Yes, well, it's not limited well. to just politics. It's, it's politics, it's news, it's pop culture and entertainment. It's, listen, each and every single one of you, I expect, I hope and expect to have y'all on as a guest. I mean, We'd listen, there's a lot of issues that I like to talk about. And what, what what what's beautiful about a show like this is the freedom that y'all have to tackle a multitude of issues. Mm-hmm. Understand that I've been in sports my entire career. I never had that latitude. Now, it seems that way at times because we tackle issues on first take that you wouldn't anticipate on sports television, but the reason for that is that some way, somehow, it found its way into the sports landscape. So it gave us a license to talk about issues. You could talk about Colin Kaepernick, and all of a sudden, you found yourself getting into politics because of then President Trump and mm-hmm. the, how he politicized and hijacked the narrative and all of this other stuff. So you find yourself sifting into that area, but for the most part, it's been sports, and I've been confined to that. This is different. It's my podcast. I own it. I'm in one hundred percent control of the content for it. It's not associated with Disney and ESPN in any way. And so for me it's just it's just about talking about the issues that are percolating, the people who matter, the difference makers, the kind of impact they intend to have and personalizing those conversations. I'm still gonna give my monologues. I'm still gonna give my closing remarks. You're gonna always hear from me in terms of how I feel on an issue on a case by case basis. But in the same breath, it's gonna it's really about talking to the people that are influencers and difference makers, and more importantly, letting the audience know who to listen to. Like I'm not one of those people when it comes to politics, I got my own thoughts Mm -hmm. and opinions. But I will be the first to say, I don't know. This is what I see. And based on the evidence, this is what I deduce from it. Mm-hmm. But you should talk to this person and this yeah. person. And right. you should listen to this show all and that show. I'm not somebody that's going gotcha. to look at it and say, listen to me and don't listen to anybody else. No. I want you to listen to those other people because I listen to them. I want to hear what y'all have to say, what your thoughts are, what your opinions are, et cetera, et cetera. And if we disagree, we disagree. And if we agree, we that's that's even better. But it's all good. They may got
6: to leave, too, in about five, six Okay, I saw, I saw. Saw, good, I, I saw you the other day, uh,
2: and you said you weren't going to be so hard on Kyrie this season. Yes, yes, But yes, I did I'm trying, wonder— I'm trying, I'm, trying
5: to, I'm trying to move forward. I'm, trying, I'm not trying to go <laughs> to the past. But when I saw Kareem's comments, <laughs> right.
2: where he called him a, a comical buffoon, yes. I, I did wonder what you thought about that.
5: I won't call him. A I want not call Kyrie a buffoon at all. Um, I'm not going to question the intelligence of the brother, although he has said some bizarre things in the past. The world is flat and stuff mm-hmm. like his that. His uncle
6: and, have a conversation with you. Cause he, said, what? he said his uncle was going to have a conversation with
5: you. Um, not his uncle. Well, his. Well, yeah, he did actually. Well, here's the deal. Kyrie's father is from the Bronx, mm-hmm. and so there's a couple of cats in the Bronx that know me well. Mm-hmm. I they he grew up with them. I've known them throughout my adult life. They've been mentors and friends and all of that other stuff. And so I laughed about it because they're my boys. Mm-hmm. I should, hell, I give you some of their names: Rod, Rod Strickland, uh, Gary Howard. Gary Howard is a former executive sports uh, executive sports editor for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel at a time when sixteen hundred papers throughout the daily papers, daily newspapers throughout this country, where you only had about two black sports editors. He was one of them. Mm-hmm. He's the former deputy sports editor at the Philadelphia Inquirer, and he was the one that got me hired at the Philadelphia Inquirer before I got into television and all of that. So that's one of his boys, uh, his dad's boys. You got Rod Strickland, who's his Godfather. You got Gary Howard. You got his brother Gary Howard's brother Reggie Howard. I know these brothers, mm-hmm. and so and of course Kenny Smith from TNT because he knows them. Mm-hmm. They like family, and so you know they all reached out to me at one point in time or another. Stephen, hey man, you know lay off whatever, and I said, yo fellas. I said, y'all caught up in how I deliver and how I talk. You're not listening to my content. The only thing I said about the brothers, you got to show up to work. You don't show up to work, you don't get paid. You can talk all that stuff you want all the time. I had a problem taking the vaccine. I don't have any problem with anybody who was quite, you know, apprehensive about taking the vaccine. I was talking about a different discussion. The different discussion is they all in Brooklyn because of you. You wanted them there. And they all signed on. They said, yo, we got to go for the chip. And shit, we can't do it unless we vaccinated because they're going to get in our way. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, we down but you. Oh, you know what? Jalen Brown didn't take the vaccine. Well, Massachusetts didn't have Boston didn't have that policy in place. New York does. It ain't fair. Andrew Wiggins, Golden State. Hell, city of San Francisco had that policy. Andrew Wiggins didn't want to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. They were like, yo, man, we trying, we trying to win the chip. And and that's what he did. I said, that's what I was addressing. So you could talk about putting something in your body and all that stuff. And I get it. And that's real. No question about it. But at the end of the day, you're trying to win the chip or not. And then it didn't happen. I said, look, that ain't the only time you missed work. You've been missing games for years. In 11 years, you've never played more than 60 games in a season but four times. In 11 years. So I pointed out that stuff, and I said, you ain't going to get paid. You can book it. And so when people saw me on the air, they were like, oh, you trying not to get the brother paid. Once again, you don't pay attention to my career. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. I didn't tell them not to pay him. I'm saying, this is what they're telling me. You ain't going to get this money now. (laughs) And I had owners like, he ain't getting that money. And what happened this summer? He didn't get that money. He had to opt in and play the final year of his deal because, as he admitted, there were not but so many options. What have I been telling y'all all all year? And so now we fast forward to this season. Bradley Beal got two hundred plus million. Zach Levine in Chicago got two hundred plus million. I want Kyrie to get his money, but you are a spectacular box office caliber talent that we deserve to see. His problem, in my opinion, is that we're beneath him. It's like he's so brilliant and he's such a savant that he sees things that none of us see. Mm-hmm. Well, damn it! What we really want to see is you ball. What we really want to see is you playing 41 nights a year at Barclays Center, at least, at least, at least. How about 30? Okay, get on a roll. Put in more than 60 mm-hmm. games in the season. And do, be the showstopper that you are. So, you know, I'm not going to disrespect him like Kareem did. I think that's unnecessary. But you got to remember, Kareem a civil rights activist. His brother's deep as hell. He's mm-hmm. been around a long time. He's he's one of the greatest who, who's ever lived. He's qualified to say what he said. I wouldn't go that far. But I do think the frustration seeps in because you're looking at him and you're saying, come on, bro. Some of the things that you say and some of the positions that you're taking, you retweet and stuff about conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and all of this. I mean, it, it, it's the kind of stuff that damages you. It damages the brand and, and, and it makes you look bad and somebody need to tell you. That's all I would have said if I was Kareem as opposed to calling them names. But that's just me. Should Tua retire? <sighs> I think so. I'm not sure because we don't know all the details. I will tell you if I were him, I'm suing somebody.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And I'm not usually that dude, but I'm suing somebody. For him to take the hit Sunday in Buffalo, you get up, you stumble, you fall back down, and for them to say it was a back issue, it was mm-hmm. not a head issue. Understand what pro- concussion protocols, you usually take six to seven days. He had another game in four, four days. Okay? You put his life in danger. Mm-hmm because he's back out there now to the in fairness to the miami dolphins they swear we followed all the necessary protocols we did everything right we stand by that well why the hell the independent doctor that you had why did you release him why did he get dismissed because you didn't do everything right and anybody with two eyes can see that brother who was in a world of trouble you put him back in the same game sunday Then you turned around, you played them Thursday, and everybody tells you the second concussion is what's the most dangerous. Mm. The first concussion does damage, but the second one is where your life can really, really be in danger. And in my opinion, he shouldn't be allowed to play for the rest of the season, at the very least. At the very least. And considering concussions and how big these brothers are compared to him, Mm. the next hit, you will know what kind of damage that could do. I want to ask you this question,
2: I know you got to go, and I asked you this question a couple of years ago. And I wonder if your thoughts have changed. Because I ask you, when it's all said and done, when we talk talking about just basketball, yeah. who will be, well, who will this era be remembered by? Curry or LeBron James? Who will go down as the, the guy for this era? Just basketball. Nothing else. Nothing outside the court. Nothing. Just on the court.
5: For me, I can't separate that. I have to say LeBron. But it's exactly because of what you don't want me to touch on. See, when they talk about LeBron... You can't avoid talking about everything. When you talk about Curry, you can't help but talk about only basketball. There's nothing else that he gives you. LeBron gives you more because of the issues he's willing to tackle, his willingness to speak out, how he's been a target by some people and what have you. Well, just basketball, Stephen A. Just on I th- the court. I, 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 th- I think, listen, Curry's a bad, bad brother. He's the greatest shooter who ever lived, no doubt about it. But the onslaught has come lately. LeBron has been – I'm going with LeBron because LeBron came into the league with that kind of fanfare, delivered ultimately with four championships and ten NBA Finals appearances. Curry got eight four straight, Yeah, but eight straight beat appearances. Braun? I know that. He's been beat Three he's times. Done, he's been beat Bron. No <laughs> and, question. And I heard you say no something
2: on the show. You said that – you were talking about Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell. You said that you can't give it to Will. Over Bill because Bill beat eleven him. titles, yeah, eleven titles. Yeah, so it's, it's a good point. It's thing. a good
5: point. It's a good point. I can't even front. It's a good point, John you know? Charlemagne. I can't deny it because to me Curry's my favorite player, but I can just tell you as a guy that goes to the arenas, man, when when LeBron walks in, it's just a different feel. Mm-hmm. It's a different. As much as you love Curry and as much as you love watching Golden State and as entertaining as they are, and I think he's the greatest shooter who ever mm-hmm. lived, greatest shooter God ever created. It's just that dude, right? When LeBron walks into a building, bro, it's a different animal. So when Curry repeats beast. this year and gets his I fifth ring, I believe he will. By the
2: way, you know I picked him. I picked him to repeat. What do you think? Then he repeats fifth ring.
5: Yeah, got him. Okay, got him. Probably. Okay. He probably. Right. Right. Well, Steven especially A-Smith? if he doesn't beat him.
6: <laughs> like especially if, if he smokes. I don't
5: think the Lakers gonna be there. I think they're going to playoffs though. They I think they'll go think they're going to the okay. playoffs.
6: All right, well Stephen A. Smith, straight shooter, pre-order it now. We appreciate you for joining us. Appreciate you. You gotta man. come up a little early next time so we got more conversation. Man, I,
5: I'm happy to. Can I mention something before Absolutely. I go back? HBCU Week. At Disney oh, yeah. at, at Disney World. I'll be there this Thursday and Friday. Um we just celebrating the Disney's involved with HBCU Week. In the last two and a half years, we generate over twelve million dollars in scholarships wow. for over two thousand students. So they're gonna be down at Disney World on Friday. And First Take is is airing. We we're televising the show live from Disney World. On Friday for HBCU Week. So check it out. Well, there you have it. Stephen
6: A. Smith. Go pre-order that book straight shooter. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
9: Zumo
7: Play.